Hello and welcome to Big Trouble and Little Podcast, your weekly home for all things entertainment. This week, Tom Cruise is doing Tom Cruise things. Keith, watch the Golden Globes. A lot of other TV news in the world. So let's get into it. But first, I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. What's up, everyone? And... The man that did watch the Golden Globes, the man that said he loved Joe Coy's jokes, one Keith Swetland. I you put me in the intro like next to Tom Cruise news, so yeah, that that, that was pretty cool. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little uh, I'm feeling all it's, like like flustered right now. I'm kind of I'm excited. We talked about it to Tom Cruise. <laughs> we talked about it, and it was kind of like Make a Wish Day. And we decided, hey, what can we do to help you talk to Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, no, the 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 group. You talked to did. Zenu. Yeah, we talked to Zenu. That's right. <laughs> it's like, hey, Zenu. <laughs> hey, this is Joe. <laughs> yeah, this is Joe. Keith's kind of down, you know, down the dumps right now. He <laughs> loves Joe Coy, and everybody made fun of him. And uh, can we? I just, feel like that'd be know. a good like South Park bit or something where they have Zenu's like voicemail and they have like him do like the hello, hello bit. You know, yeah. <laughs> Can I help you? Hello. Okay, I just kidding. Leave a message, dude. Just like the old politicians need to go away in 2024, <laughs> Simpsons, Family Guy, and South Park need to go away in 2024. Just <laughs> let them die. Come up with something new. Every, what like like Crapopolis? <laughs> no, not that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not that. I I I kind of agree. They need to kind of just go away in that way. But the other shows that they've been coming out with have not been home runs. Like the only one they've got was Bob's Burger. Yeah, Bob's Burgers it. is the only one. Yeah, like I think, I th- I think maybe like I think we are the last generation. Like I don't know if, like do, do like twelve year olds give a shit about like primetime animated cartoon comedies these days? I mean, there's no way they can, right? Like no, Family Guy's moving to Wednesdays now. Like they all like watch Twitch and YouTubers and shit. Like yeah. First of all, I watch Twitch and YouTubers, so that's not just a Gen Z thing. Hey, I no, watch. They watch like the twelve-year-old audience. Oh yeah, version. they watch fucking yeah. Fortnite Battle Pass and whoever I... like yeah isn't like yeah, isn't like like Roblox like by like ten hundred miles the most popular video game or something? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I I watch Twitch and it's more of a the guy's watching Australian Survivor, so it's just fun. His is his reactions. <laughs> Yeah, reaction Twitch is pretty big nowadays. That and um, softcore porn Twitch. Oh, that's getting bad more and more every day. So that's gonna that that had like a good two weeks roam, but now <laughs> they're even like trying to crack down on that. But however, Twitch is laying off like like five hundred people. Yeah. Oh, it's like twenty five percent of. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess some some there was some stati- statistic I can speak. They have not yet been profitable like nope. since they started. And yeah, then they, even though they have creators 100... constantly bitch about how they're not getting paid enough. It's like you guys make insane money while this platform makes no money. Yeah, they're making Twitch is making no money, but the they have what what was 140 million like performers a, a month or something like that. There's some weird kind of like crazy number to be like so the company's not making money but the it's a house of cards <laughs> the, the streamers are making money 
but like well, it's like Amazon, so Amazon doesn't give a fuck because Amazon just prints money. Yeah, yeah. Even though like as a like purchasing system, Amazon's trash nowadays, and I use it more to figure out like what I want to buy and then go buy it somewhere else. Whereas Amazon's like, used yeah. to be where you'd find figure out what you want to buy and then buy it off Amazon. It's so yeah, Amazon. It's 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 funny. It's like hard to tell if stuff's real or not on there sometimes. Like, are those actually Levi jeans that I'm looking at right now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Or so are those geckos, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is it Levi's with two eyes or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazon special market. Yeah. We try the little podcast here. We're gonna solve uh we're gonna solve the internet's issues. <laughs> As we should. <laughs> or at and the very one, least we're gonna bitch about them. <laughs> and one of the one of the internet issues is uh the Golden Globes and how uh Joe Coy kind of nailed it, right, Keith? Dude. I watched I watched that thing from start to finish. I got a fifty percent on my ballot. Just bragging. Yeah, that's because you haven't watched is, Oppenheimer and you didn't vote for Oppenheimer on anything. I was gonna say, is that good or bad for you, there, Keith? It's, normally, uh, normally, slightly... is it you and your significant other should be like at ninety percent, or is that the no, is that she, for the Academy? That's the Oscars. Yeah, she yeah. gets ninety. I usually get about sixty, so I'm a little bit below the curve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that checks out that checks in out in more ways than one okay yeah. but go on but anyways yeah I, I watched it from start to finish and the golden globes is usually kind of a junk show a little bit like just that's kind of part of its charm they like let them drink like some you just silly shit usually goes down at the golden globes like award shows are always kind of whack but this one like, they this rushed year, it they rushed it this year which was weird. They have like an entire whole ass year to prepare for it. They're anyway. on strike. They're on oh, yeah, strike, yeah, so strike. they can't do That's anything. But, I don't yeah, get and... why like I get that they want to keep it, I guess, to like not being crazy long hours, but let people fucking give their reward, like award speeches. Like stop rushing. Like stop having stupid fucking bits during your show or giving Joy Coy like fucking an hour worth of material and just let people <laughs> like accept their awards and give speeches. Yeah. It's well, I think the I think the network is like like nobody watches these things. Like so they like want to get back to their whatever nightly CBS news or whatever the fuck they're we're missing. I feel like <laughs> the Oscars did. I mean, it's interesting because this pivoted to streaming this year. Not completely. I think they still put it on CBS, like general CBS as well. But like this was on Paramount Plus as well. Oh, was so it? I wonder I if that. being streaming will help these things. Yeah, and and if you if you watched it on that Paramount Plus, all it was is just like watching other celebrities. Just you know, like it was like a wide cam, I believe, and it's just you see them walking around talking to people. Like that's it. There's nothing like no interviews. There's no other things like that. It's just like oh, look at the look at the room. Oh, it was weird. Oh yeah, and I guess back to the editing stuff. Like they start with the TV awards, and it was hilarious because they. uh they put the TV people in back because they're not movie stars. So like when the t- when a TV person wins, they have to do this super awkward walk through the crowd to the stage. And it's so like clunky and weird on camera. And it was so embarrassing. That's awesome. so funny. <laughs> oh, That's no, just they're, like they're still going. Built. <laughs> but yeah, RDJ won best supporting actor. That's but he's not winning that at the Oscars. <laughs> the best supporting. Which one? Robert Downey Jr. Actor. won Best Supporting Actor oh, yeah. in a motion. He's not winning that at the Oscars. I love yeah. that movie, but I don't think yeah. RDJ was the Best Supporting Actor. I don't even know if he was the Best Supporting Actor in that film. Dude, that motherfucker can give a speech. 
that guy was so charming <laughs> when, when he accepted his when he, when he accepted his his it's trophy. crazy what like his highs and lows have yeah. been like he's had a crazy career path oh yeah that, thanks david fincher you helped bring him back i know just being like look this dude's an alcoholic with fucking problems he fits <laughs> tony stark perfectly yeah but yeah, to Joe Coy, they he bombed. Like the the camera had to do like lots of weird cuts to make it look like he wasn't bombing. I think they were trying. They like showed like they would just kept like like find somebody laughing in the crowd uncomfortably. I enjoyed did they the find did they... him? But people weren't laughing. It was not like no. <laughs> it was... I enjoyed when he made the joke about Travis Kelsey and um, Taylor Swift being on air and they cut to trap to taylor swift and she's just unamused drinking her drink well it was the most yeah that's a good and i'm, I'm surprised no one like roasted because all you'd have to say with joe coy is like who's this guy <laughs> like that's the... i mean joe coy is a pretty pot like he i wouldn't say he's an s tier comedian but he's probably like an a tier comedian I guess. I mean, they used to. I feel like they used to get real people to host the Golden Globes. Well, again, I, I mean, this is like they, they literally announced him like two weeks prior to the show. I mean, they used to get Tina Fey and Amy Poehler to host the show. Yeah, they. Yeah, they were good. They're celebrities. Are they? <laughs> they were. I, I mean, know, they're. But you literally just said that TV people aren't movie stars, and they're TV people. That's true. I don't know. They're bigger than Joe Coy. <laughs> I mean, that I'll give you. They are bigger than Joe Coy. More people would would know who Amy Poehler and <laughs> Tina Fey uh, Tina Fey are. But yeah, the I don't have the results in front of me. That would have been cool. But Gold Globes. Oh, and the silly. Uh, it's an old joke, but musical or comedy having those like the list of movies in that category was hilarious this year. <laughs> Just made zero sense. I think like, like Bo was afraid as a comedy on there. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I'm surprised Barbie isn't like a musical or comedy. They, they wanted, they wanted that movie to have more prestige. So they put it in the, the non-musical or it was literally a musical too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, it was literally a musical and a comedy. Yeah. It just had serious beats to it. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, they, they wanted Barbie movie to be fancier than it was eight. It can't just be a good movie. It has to be a drama. It was just <laughs> I yeah. There's nothing about it that's okay. That's so a weird so choice he, by them. This is so award he, show brain. So Keith, for your best best uh, motion picture and drama, you had Anatomy of the Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, and the winner was Oppenheimer. And then with musical and comedy, Barbie was in it. Oh, it was Mar in it. Yeah, with American Fiction, Air, The Holdovers, May, December, and the winner was Poor Things. And man, I we'll get to it when we... Poor Things yet, but I, that seems crazy that Barbie didn't win that. Barbie it was, won... Oh, it was because the category didn't fit. Like, Poor Things is like... A, I guess a bit, it's like... You can't even compare Poor Things and Barbie. <laughs> yeah. yeah very, it's kind of where the globes fall flat comparative yeah. to like the Academy Awards. And this is the and this is the award that Barbie won for movie or cinematic and box office achievement. So yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, uh, that means they won the Marvel award. <laughs> yeah, they won the they won the biggest movie of the year award because it was Guardians three, John Wick four, Mission Impossible Part one, Oppenheimer, Across the Spider Verse, the Super Mario Brothers, and Taylor Swift the Arrows Tour. It's like the box office competition. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's basically. Um, popularity contest yeah it's it's the you know 
how can we make the the bigger movies that make all the money in the summer award and that's well and that's the movie that's why they're trying to boost the ratings because like people have actually watched those movies yeah like more like yeah more people saw barbie than like salt burn <laughs> yeah that's where Saltburn, has been yeah. very popular on the uh on the oh, that's true. It's like, it's been, it's like there's been a lot of talk time. about that movie yeah yeah Oh, yeah. oh, I'm surprised that... Nolan won director. It seems like I think Oppenheimer's going to clean up, but there's still going to be like, you know, Scorsese. He wins awards at the Academy Awards. And Scorsese's better than Christopher Nolan. I mean, <laughs> yes, quantifiably, that's probably true. Well, it's that thing of it's the thing with the Golden Globes is whoever got nominated here will most likely be nominated for yeah. the Oscar. It's award season, baby. Yeah, so like uh, for best actor, Paul Giamatti won for the holdovers, beating I think Nicholas uh, beating Nick Cage. Uh, that's a that's a uh, stop the count recall moment. Uh, Timothy Shamalot for Wonka, Matt Damon, Joaquin Phoenix for Bo is Afraid, and Jeffrey Wright. What was for Cage movie. nominated for? Dream scenario. Oh yeah, that's right. So if that's just if that's your actors here, you take out Wonka. And you probably, you know, mm-hmm. you probably take out Cage, and then that's your there supporting actor. Downey Jr. won, but he all in that you also have William Dafoe for Poor Things, uh, De Niro for Killer Flower Moons, Gosling for Barbie, <laughs> um, Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things, and Charles Melton for May December. Supporting's funny too because Mark Ruffalo was like not terribly supporting. He was almost like a main character in that. <laughs> yeah. Funny. But then you have Nolan, yeah. So, um, yeah. What was it? Um, Barbie was nominated for nine and only won t- two. I was I, I I've never seen Beef or Succession. I just know that people fucking love those shows. So that's, I, I I was right on those ones on my ballot and I picked them. <laughs> yeah, I'm they, uh, yeah. It was it was because for because I don't watch I don't watch a lot of TV shows. A, you mean the Bear? Oh no! The, oh, you're right. You're Beef. You're Beef. The Netflix show. Yeah. Limited series. Yeah. Yeah, people went nuts over that. But I'm sure I'll never watch. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I'll just never watch it. There you go. I gotta watch the bear though. I like restaurant stuff. I Zen watches the producer watches the bear, and it, it is stressful for her. Like it yeah. overwhelms her to the point that she has to watch the show, like <laughs> then unwind. <laughs> that yes, nice. or she watches the show, um, every other week type thing. Like it, she it mm-hmm. just it's so stressful in a good way but also like she's just like i can't i can't i can't no i cannot yeah. do it so i've never personally worked in the food industry i've i've heard that that like pretty accurately sort of like depicts what the how stressful and shitty a kitchen is at a restaurant i've heard that and, multiple times about this movie and, those show and why we need to be nice to food service workers <laughs> or you could just be nice to people in general yeah <laughs> you, you got a valid point there my dude um Except, you know, assholes and Nazis. Fuck those guys. (laughs) Or you're like close friends. You don't have to be nice to your close friends because fuck (laughs) those people. Yeah. You know, you know where their bodies are buried. They can't go anywhere anymore. So you don't (laughs) need to be nice. Uh, By the way, speaking of uh, Oppenheimer, uh, Keith, you'd be able to watch it on Peacock on February 16th. With commercials. 
don't know. Well, Peacock yeah, doesn't have commercials. The commercials I mean, it depends before. on the tier, I guess. We have the, the commercials we... are before. You have to go through the two minute commercial, three minute commercials before the movie, and then it will. You don't do it in the movies. All right, I'll I'll believe you, but Hulu yeah. fucks me over on that one. It's scattered commercials all in creator. Well, that's because <laughs> you're you probably paying for little... movies. Yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah. Or buy, buy buy Morbius like you did on accident. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna watch books. Oppenheimer, don't watch it streaming. Rent a 4K version if you're yeah. gonna like like or an actual physical it. 4K version. Yeah, or, I'll, I'll just go over to Joe's house and there you go, the classic Joe Buster. Yep, <laughs> rent it. <laughs> also, Boys, let's open a goddamn like physical brick and mortar rental the store. One on- all, all the everyone not from the Eugene area is really going to appreciate my uh, references here. But the 24th and Agate old movie shop, that place never that place is just sitting there empty. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Silver screen, let's, I think it was called. Yeah, let's fucking let's just do it. And it can just be something like we do on the side. as just an enjoyment to us. And we can call it Big Trouble Little Movie Store. Well, it'll be a. Uh... We'll be like be kind. We'll be like the be kind rewind guys. Yeah, <laughs> boys, let's look into this. And make it happen. We'll all just have all to right. figure out who else. Most like... deaf. Who else was in that movie? Jack movie Black, came... most deaf. Danny yeah. Glover. Movie that movie rocked. That's a pretty yeah. fucking loaded cast. Yeah. Um. All and also on February first, all the other Nolan movies will be on Peacock. So. Oh, they must have cut a deal then. Oh, I can finally watch Tenet. Um, <laughs> I lied. Not Tenet. God Bat- damn it! <laughs> don't the bat the Batman movies Inception and Memento are the Just ones so far. Maybe don't God, watch Memento. So fucking good. Yeah. I love Memento. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people say. Don't watch. You know, like we talked about last week the his Peloton person taking shots at him. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I can uh, ten tentatively recommend that movie. <laughs> nailed it, Keith. All right. Well, it. it's been nice having Keith on the podcast for the week. <laughs> you guys can't see, but I'm I'm actually crying right now as I said that joke. <laughs> he, he he he. You know, he's doing his victory lap. He's kind of just running around doing his own uh his own Joe, thing, right? Joe, you're a meme guy. Have you seen yes, the one where the where the T Rex says the bad joke on stage? It's a cartoon meme format. Yeah. So he'll, yeah, he'll say he'll say, like say the punchline, and then the last frame has got a tear coming down. I think I have. Oh. <laughs> I we should I just have. do a whole episode on uh, explaining memes. <laughs> so what a meme does is, um... <laughs> so there's this. If you there's one called Rage Face. It's when you like you stub yeah. your toe, and on the next frame you have a big exaggerated face. <laughs> have you ever thought about? Have you ever seen that meme Arthur when he just holds his fit? You know, you know. It means That's he's a good angry. Meme. Yeah, or the one the one with the kid clenching his fist because he like did something pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little baby one, the success yeah. meme. Success. Speaking of, yeah. speaking of success, Tom Cruise is now go, working go, with go. with uh, Warner Brothers and to uh, develop a new franchise or a new uh, type of movies. Um, so we have that, and then I guess Warner Brothers is hoping to. Um, do uh, Edge of Tomorrow, or formerly known as Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, the sequel, which they've been talking about since it got released. I'll bet there's been a script sitting around for that movie for like 10 years now. Dude, it's, but... it's an awesome, it's an awesome, like, sci-fi war Groundhog's Day type movie. 
very stressful and what's her yeah, name? Yes. Blunt, blunt emily blunt was in it yes yeah yeah great solid i'm surprised they haven't and it's probably a bunch of some studio shit they just haven't made a sequel yet and tom cruise well, he's imagine. been pretty locked into paramount hasn't he because he's been yes, doing he all has. the fucking top gun and mission impossible and oh yeah yeah the, yeah this was a give it to me where are you man so I wonder yeah, if Top Gun 3 then is his last Paramount film. And then he does the Warner Brothers bit. It is. Is Top Gun 3 happening? Is that real? Yeah, it's in development. Uh, they okay. announced that last night. And it sounds, it from what I've seen, it's, you know, it's in development and um, Hangman and Goose Jr. will be in it as well. So it's, I'm excited. I love Maverick. I, I think I had my movie of the year. Still boggles my mind that you had never seen Top Gun until yeah. just I then. Think, I feel like we can do Top Gun spoilers. <laughs> it's yeah, it's been out so. long enough. I think yeah. we give it a year with this podcast yeah. before we can. If I, the Academy Awards for that yeah. film have passed, then yeah. the window's over. I don't think Maverick should have survived Maverick. That would have been a cool ending. It would have been a way better movie. The ending like, to Maverick more... prevented that from actually being yeah. a potential Academy Award winner. If it had had a better ending, I could have completely been behind the argument that that was an Academy Award winning movie. Or just have, or maybe not die. He could have just like retired. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I, I'm excited. It's like, oh, cool, they're doing a Top Gun three. But where do you go? Like, yeah, the arc is like, done. Well, he, he did what his arc. bad guy? Yeah, what bad bad country is going to show up and like we need a top? You know. I mean, boys, to be fair, from watching the original Top Gun, there's no way they should have made a Top Gun 2. Or That's... should it have been so good? Like, there was no there was no need for a Top Gun 2. Yeah, Top Gun 3 seems greedy. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to not make a sequel to a film that made, like, $1.5 yeah. billion. Dollars. That's true. But, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. shit, maybe wait another 20 years <laughs> to make it. When Tom Cruise is 90? Yeah, just have like Tom Cruise's weird like clone. His, you you know, he's got a clone in a tank sitting in his basement. Well, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I'm fine with them making a Top Gun three, and unknown enemy was not the problem. I think they just yeah. they cough, need to have Iran, the balls. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have the balls to transition, uh, Maverick into like a support role in the movie and see if they can get away with um. Goose's Miles kid, Teller, actually, uh, Miles Teller, and Hank Glenn Powell, Hangman, actually carrying the film because I I don't you can't Tom Cruise is old, we can't really have Tom Cruise like mainlining these action films anymore. Well, and what I'm afraid of with Top Gun Three is that it's going to be like most movies of its type and just be like, well, that was fine, just be like a B plus. So that's and then. That's not what Top like Top Gun like Top Gun Maverick was memorable. Top Gun One yeah. was memorable and important, and Top Gun Three is just gonna be, oh well, that, that that happened. Then it's just gonna like vanish like dust in the wind. Like oh yeah, that was it was cool. It was so it, it it according to the report, it sounds like that Top Gun Three could be his next film after filming Mission Impossible Eight. Meaning whatever he's working with Russia Ronan Brothers will be pushed back. Maybe it will be ten years from now. Yeah, apparently. So 2025, but the Edge of Tomorrow sequel is a like hopeful thing. Like that's what they they want. Um, I also, it, I'd rather see a new IP. I think 
And that's what he wants to. That's like that's the whole point for Warner Brothers. Like the for him going to Warner Brothers, it is for it's supposed to be for a new IP. But then well, once you know, then once they announce, oh, he's going to Warner Brothers, they're like, hey, we can do the Edge of Tomorrow sequel now. No, they can't do that. They're going to re restart the MonsterVerse and give it another try. <laughs> that they absolutely need to restart the MonsterVerse. <laughs> and it looks like that. Uh, the, the Tom Cruise mummy. Dude, if Tom Cruise Mummy had come out during like COVID, it would have fucking done so much better. It would have yeah. been such a great you're stuck at home movie. Yeah. Although it I looks like the director would be coming back for Top Gun 2. Yeah. Top Gun 3. Yeah, you know what I meant there. Tom Cruise Mummy wasn't terribly memorable. I just the first like the first 20 minute set piece was dope. And that kind of is all I remember. So maybe it sucks. I don't know. I mean, everyone I says think... that it sucks, that it's terrible, but yeah, they uh, um, how many years do you think we have left of Tom Cruise? Like, as an actual, like, like 40? Stock. He, he, he is 40, 61. isn't he? Like, in his 60s, he's 61. Like, he's we only probably have like 10 to 15 more years of like Tom Cruise, like, top flight Tom Cruise because, like, he can transition, like, do the De Niro transition somewhat. Yeah. Oh, by the way, quick going back to the Golden Globes. Um, Joe Coy did a really, really dumb joke about Robert De Niro, and they panned Robert De Niro, and he was doing his like De Niro laugh. <laughs> that like <laughs> you're gonna die laugh. Yeah, yeah. He was doing like he was he like did straight up good. He like did a casino. <laughs> Dude, De Niro is someone I probably wouldn't want to piss off. De Niro could was... probably still get you murdered if you want. And it was to. such like a mean, aggressive. It wasn't even funny. It was just like yeah, that was un- uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, remember the monster monsterverse uh, had uh, Javier Bardem, uh, Pro Russell baby, Pro, Johnny Depp, Bruce. Well, Johnny Depp never made it. I thought they never. Yeah, he was supposed to be. He was supposed yeah. to. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the photo, there was like the infamous yeah. monsterverse photo. I wonder who he was going to be. Was he going to be like Dorian Gray, the painting guy, I, or something? No, Johnny Javier. Hang on, let me see. I because isn't Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe was supposed to be Doctor Doctor uh, Henry Jekyll. Yeah, he was Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. And then, mm-hmm. um, I want to say Bardem was supposed to be like Frankenstein. Here's what we do. We combine the film franchises. We bring back League of Extraordinary oh, Gentlemen, baby. <laughs> one of my fucking favorite shit movies, and just make a monster verse that way. Yeah, sorry, Tom Cruise. They already made this movie. It's called League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, <laughs> and it fucking slapped. <laughs> Take notes. All right, we have the Mummy, and then we had. Oh, what is it? Oh, we are supposed to have Dracula and Luke Evans was supposed to be that. Luke Evans. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna do bring Dracula into the MonsterVerse, it needs to be oh, okay. um, Harvey, Nick Cage uh, now. Harvey Harvey uh, Javier Bardem was supposed to be Frankenstein. Johnny Depp was supposed to be the Invisible Man. Benicio, uh, wait, no. Uh, then they also wanted the Wolfman. They wanted about Van Helsing. They wanted all that. This on paper all sounds like so trash, though. Like and like in result, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, true. (laughs) See this, this is this is that uh, the the Spider Man me no the Tobey Maguire like they took it all away from us. (laughs) How we were supposed to have Rogue Squadron this past fucking December? They fucking 
goddamn COVID. It all the way. Uh, by the goddamn way, goddamn people not wearing masks and prolonging COVID and destroying the movie industry for like two, three years. Yep. By, by the way, uh, speaking of a uh, uh, Star Wars, Ahsoka season two got announced, and uh, I know they're saying they're working on a Mandalorian four season, and then the Mandalorian movie of the Mandalorian and Grogu, directed by John Favreau. Do you think that's a like movie? a movie movie? Or do you no, think no, it's, it's a, a movie. It's a movie movie. Like they're doing a legit like a theater le- movie. Yes, like a legit oh, wow. theater movie. That'll be Mandal- like the Firefly movie where like people like <clears throat> us will fucking love it, but it's not no. going to do well in general. Yeah, Jesus, we don't need that. What a waste of well, money. I, it, well, when the movie's called The Mandalorian and Grogu, you know you're going to get the kids to go see that because of Grogu. Well, his name's Baby Yoda, first of all. First of all, no, it's not. I will fucking fight you, you fucking pleb. <laughs> So I think um, oh, where where's my baby Leia movie? Oh my god, that, that was Obi Wan, <laughs> and no one wants that. Ooh, I, know, I was being I was being an asshole. I was being cheeky. Her dips and dives in the forest when fleas running after her. <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah somehow it, that's still not the worst part of Obi Wan, which is weird. But you know the the movie sounds. Is it should be fun because it's Favreau who's like the freaking runner of the sh- of the ship, and I mean you know? that the show already looks way better than anything. God damn it, I'm pulling the Keith that Marvel puts out nowadays. So imagine it with like an actual movie budget instead of yep. just a like prestige TV budget to make things look pretty. Be nice. Luke Skywalker will look even more like actual Luke Skywalker <laughs> instead of whatever they gave us. Maybe they go like shoot places. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they were shooting a lot of that show during the pandemic, so they couldn't go shoot yeah. places. Because, like, with Andor, they went and shot places because it wasn't the pandemic anymore. God, that fucking show is beautiful, too. Why is Star Wars the one thing that goes places nowadays? <laughs> um, They also, like, like the joke was, Rick, you text me, because Ahsoka came out, the news of that, and then... The First of all, we need to stop movie. calling it Ahsoka, and it just needs to be Star Wars Rebels season three is what so, or whatever season. Season it's two, yeah. No, they're they're more than two seasons in. They've had yeah. multiple seasons. Great show. You should watch it. Keith. So, it's not just kids shit. And then uh, they they also now they also said that there's other films being uh, helmed by James Mangold, who did who okay. He just did the most recent Indiana Jones, but he did Logan. So James Mangold did. That's funny. No, and yeah. more importantly, he did the Wolverine and the Wolverine. So he's directing <laughs> one, and then um, well, we're supposed to get the Lando movie, and then uh, Dave Fillion is helming a movie as well. So the other Who was sh- it? Ship Someone runner. supposedly got handed a trilogy that's supposed to just be out there, like a brand new Star Wars trilogy that's being made. But I can't remember if that got canceled or not. No, that's a canceled. Canceled the Ray one because... was a, is a standalone movie that no one wants except that lady who oh, who's like is the CEO of Star Wars. I want no it. one wants her to run it because <laughs> she's bad and you know made the newest trilogy. I well, wanted to watch. Re- I, I I like watching bad things, so I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> I also there, will been... still stand to this day that Ray is not a bad character. She is literally just Skywalker done again, and she's fine as an. People really like to pretend like fucking Mark Hamill was a great actor in the original trilogy and not like the pretty mid actor he was. I watched, I, I sent Keith a text. I watched um the rebel moon honest trailer oh, and it's legitimately, if you haven't watched it yet, it's just them going, 
side by side of Star Wars characters. I'm like, yep, that checks out. Like, okay, like it is legitimately like they're basically like if you've seen Star Wars, you're just seeing it again, just with the same characters. Well, you know, it was the- real fucking insulting. Those that yeah. fucking, especially the seventh and ninth movies were literally just four <laughs> and six done again. Yeah, but what there, the, there were what the fuck's his name? Who did the who did those ones? It's that fucking douchebag. J.J. Abrams did one. Yeah, Abrams two. just fucking. It shows don't give people who don't know the content when they want three who have such an important universe. <laughs> don't give that to control to people who have no idea what the fuck they're doing within that universe. Because there was rumors Star Trek. There was rumors of Rain Johnson getting his own trilogy, and then it became the that's what it was. Then it was also then rumors of the um the two directors from Game of Thrones getting their own like oh that one got canceled fast I yeah they all got canceled well, yeah so... because they released the newest season of Game of Thrones and then everyone's like ah we don't want nah, those people nah, anywhere near nah. our content no nah, we good them fucking dipping to do Star Wars ruined the final season of Game of Thrones and then cost them their Star Wars it's so weird well and it it mostly just showed up. Hack they are. <laughs> I just I don't think that's true though. They rushed it because they didn't care anymore because they were trying to dip to do Star Wars, so they didn't put in the effort. Because everyone like says that they're like, well, once they ran out of the content from the books, they were screwed. But they still took the content from the books and made it like it's not like the Game of Thrones TV series is word for word, shot for shot from the books. Very like different. well, especially the final season that that. The final season of Game of Thrones, they didn't have anything, so the writers wrote their own stuff, and it's like, ooh, no, that's not true. That's oh, no, no, that's fucking what's his name, George R. R. Martin. Everything that's in that series, in the final series, is what he had planned for the final book. Oh, gross! Okay. And they say that's why the final, like, there's rumors that's why the final book has been so delayed. It's because he's had to redo it all because of how poorly received it was. Well, and those books are like. A thousand pages long. He probably just gave him some like, and then this might happen. Then this might happen. This might happen. happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's entire parts of the books that are nowhere, nowhere seen in the TV series. Because when the Winterfell mom gets killed, she's supposed to come back as like a fucking right or ghost and fucking just murder people constantly. But you never see that in the TV series. Game Game of Thrones. The last season. The last season of Game of Thrones was 2019, four years ago, and he still hasn't come out with the new book. Which he's, he's never going to. He's yeah, not going to. Oh, he, yeah. He is painted in a corner now because of the last, the last season and it being so poorly, and his like idea of where the show was going to end going so poorly that he has yeah. no idea what to do now. Also, he doesn't have to. He fucking gets laid because he's kind of a pervert, and is rich as fuck because of how well the show did. Hmm. Um, but Game of Thrones making it okay to want to bang your sister for however long that's been out now. Well, Keith's watching the new season, so new stuff. So I need to. Oh, are you I done? watched the first couple episodes. I need to go back and actually finish that. It's By the excellent. way, Keith, are you done with uh? You said right. You've been watching. You've been listening audiobooking the Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, I just you... I wrapped up. No, no, no. I've got. Uh, I just started the last. Like, book. how many books do you have left? One. Okay. I'm like. I'm partway. Let's see what's happening right now. Sam's learning how to be a maester. T- 
Tyrion is about to meet. Tyrion just got to. He just killed his dad, and now he hopped on the ship, and now he's going over, and he's gonna go meet Daenerys eventually. That's and like the at. imp, Peter Dinklage's character is much different in the books than he is in the actual TV series. Yeah. Oh, he's pretty similar. He's just all he got like mutilated in the book. He well, he's also much more athletic and like an actual fighter and like killer in the <laughs> books comparative to what he is in the TV series. Uh, yeah, it's I once the last season came, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so I'm not. I will forever love back. that series from the simple point of Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter <laughs> Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. yeah. Will any show ever have as good as intro as Game of Thrones? No, everyone reaches for it now. Everyone tries to rip off that like opening sequence of like stuff like coming on or like the building aspect of it. I'm like, yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're Game of Thrones, but worse with this opening. Don't try. Well, it was copy so it. clever. It was so clever back then because they'd like sort of like wink and hint at what's happening in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of HBO content, we got the True Detective comes out very soon. So I watched uh, season one, episode one of True Detective last night just to get just to like catch the vibe. Such a like, good fucking episode. And I, I just forgot how like anyone you don't even if you don't give a shit to watch the whole season, just watching season one, episode one is pretty it's pretty it's a pretty like powerful good episode. It's it's got a lot of the a, a lot of like memes and like famous moments came from it. <laughs> huh. No, I haven't I I haven't seen any of it, so it's also crazy that that's like what re jump started Matthew McConaughey's career. Yeah, was that before? I'm I'm curious because the he did the 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 he the guy who was selling the AIDS medicine or HIV medicine. Yeah, what well, the uh? He won the Oscar for that it, one. Dallas Dallas Dallas, Star, Dallas, Dallas Club. Yeah. I think yeah, that was yeah, after, yeah. wasn't it? I'll look it up right now. Yeah, I'm not sure, but goddamn, when McConaughey is sitting at the table like telling the story, and he. He makes the detective go buy him a six pack of beer so that his testimony will be. Oh no, admissible. it was after Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True Detective was 2014. God damn it, so long ago. <laughs> Dude, that's a crazy fuck. He had Dallas Buyers Club, True Detectives, and Interstellar in a two year window. Killer. McConaughey is so funny. He always picks these like dumbass comedies too to do <laughs> once in a while. Well, he, he, even in that year, that Dallas Buyers Club, then he was also in that Wolf of Wall Street for his moments. No, for like he he was in there yeah. for like ninety seconds. Well, but and still, remember like how McConaughey got started. He was a rom com guy. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. What's yeah. The, the Jennifer Lopez one? Isn't he in multiple with her? Oh, uh, that she that was failure um, to jump. The failure wedding to... planner. Wedding planner. Yeah, failure to jump was with um. I'm I know Jessica I'm, I'm Parker. I'm butchering that title, but <laughs> what? Which one? Failure to jump. Failure. Failure to, to launch. 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 Failure to jump. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, he was in Rain of Fire, right, Keith? Let's go. No, that's his real his that's real his crowning real. achievement. Yeah. Such a weird sandwich of movies for him that he did: The Wedding Planner, Ring of Fire, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, that that movie's big. How the hell how to lose a guy? <laughs> Kate Hudson. Bingo, buddy. He just like kept like bouncing back and forth because he did Wedding Planner, Reign of Fire, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, Sahara, Failure to Launch. Sahara. 
That sucked. I saw that in theaters. Dollar fifty. That one might have been dollar fifty. Uh, that was not a dollar fifty. That was an <laughs> afternoon movie. But God damn, yeah, he... this dude just constantly works. Like twenty twelve, when he he had Mud, Magic Mike, and the Paperboy. Yeah, those are some hits. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he just constantly works. But the. Uh... Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we unsolved I was, mysteries. I was, I was hoping we'd go the hour without someone saying, "All right, all right, all right." Well, <laughs> you know, you brought it up, so yeah. Now, now he's just more for uh, being on the sidelines for Texas in the big games. Yeah, yeah, that, that's his. Well, job and now. he uh, is an owner for um, owner. Maybe he's just like the face of the franchise for the uh, Austin uh, Austin. Soccer team. That- FC, yeah, yeah, maybe. I would say Austin FC, but there's gonna be plenty of people out there who don't understand what that means. The Austin, yeah, let's just say Austin Soccer Club. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn <Soccer> Americans. <laughs> yeah, goddamn um, Americans. What else? Um, so Keith, Keith is a big wrestling fan like us, and there's reports this past week that Monday Night Raw, uh, originally like a week ago was supposed to be maybe going to Prime Video. But then one of the other news outlets, wrestling outlets, came out and said they might be going now to Warner Brothers. I'm starting to think big things leak that they're going to get bought up by Apple or Amazon or Disney as just a way to get like actual TV people to buy it. Yeah, like I think they're just using streaming to boost like to boost TV paying for numbers. Because TV is still trying to like hold on to that death grip of cable before it finally dies. Because it's that it's that thing with if it goes to Prime, they they think well since we can do since we're Prime we'll get more memberships because people will come and watch it. And I'm like, for me who barely watches it anyway on TV, I will probably most likely not be going to Prime to watch it. Um, I don't know. I feel like it being on Prime would make it easier to watch because it'd be easier just to like start it whenever to be able to watch it. Yeah. Well, and maybe as, me as an expert in uh, wrestling television politics, you do. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I don't think I think that the strategy of trying to get more subscribers is kind of weird at this point. Like people are kind of where they're at. It seems weird to try to make that if if that's their motivation. I mean, if anything, you need to do it to maintain subscriber count yeah. at this point. You have to try and like hold on to what you got. Because as much as places like Reddit want to bitch and moan that like streaming has become the new cable and like, oh, I have to own all these things to be able to watch what I want to watch. Like one, not the same at all, because you're not locked into a contract when you sign up for streaming sites and can easily cancel whenever you want. You don't need to own everything. You can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. and yeah so people who like complain about the way things are right now and like i'm just gonna pirate everything it's like okay we'll go back to having no content then yeah because you don't so, pay for things well but, you know it's that it's that with the it's the rumor with like espn how espn might branch off soon to be its own streaming app that would be all their stuff's gonna be on that streaming app and that's just going to destroy cable period I think that cable will always have an audience of old folks watching like MSNBC. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's always going to exist. But back Will to it streaming, though, because Keith, those people are getting old and dying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like um, you have, like you, they need to start figuring out what they're going to do beyond that because that crowd is like, as much as we're trying to ignore the fact that we're all going to hit forty in the next five years, <laughs> like the crowd that was so committed to like constantly flipping channels and watching television is dying. Yeah, my parents not a small part because cable. of you know Republicans and people not preventing themselves from dying. Because I mean, it'd be. I think cable will last was my parents don't understand streaming services, so they just have cable. Like they don't mm. like get how they work. It, well, and I think they're not, I think they're not alone in that age group. Oh, so, they're not. They are yeah. I can I can tell you firsthand they are not on that uh they're not alone on the uh that they don't nobody streams, not everybody. So they're like, I don't even know how to do that. And I'm like Well, oh. and they're like these services are like pretty predatory to older folks. Like it's more than know. cable. Well, cable. I don't know, because cable doesn't require you to know how to use a computer as well. Does it not nowadays, though? No, you just call up and plug your wire in, and you have cable. Just get That's your box. not. That is not. Yeah, you have to get a box and all that connection, mm-hmm. and the boxes are much more complicated than they used mm-hmm. to be. It's not like it used to be where like yeah. you just have your TV remote and flip channels. Like it mm-hmm. is not as easy as it is back in the day for for, for a person that has to do it on a daily basis you know (laughs) they're both they're both terrible in the way of setting (laughs) up that's true both are (laughs) both are bad so um but like the reason i bring up the wrestling stuff is because prime video and streaming and all that and then maybe going to tbs well keith since you're the big uh aficionado on wrestling tv news that uh you know that the all Elite Wrestling, the other other wrestling company, is actually on Warner Brothers. Like they have a relationship. I know what AEW is. I didn't know what it stood for though. <laughs> oh, okay, that's why well, I, I don't you... buy. I don't buy the WB thing. Like, there's no way the E would allow itself to be like unless they're trying to force out AEW. Well, th- there's been multiple rumors of them forcing them out to go to like CW or some weird stuff. Like, well, that's what the internet says, and you know they're always right. Um. So yeah, it's just... if the internet's taught me anything the last few days and how well they are at tracking planes, yeah, they're they're really good at figuring this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it's just who knows. At first, is Disney Plus was an idea, then it was Amazon, and then Warner Brothers came in play, and now it's like okay, we uh. Well, wait one thing see. we know for sure, Joe: the dirt sheets are really good at nailing down what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So it's if so anything, fun. all these leaks are being leaked for higher ups to figure out who's doing the leaking. It's going to be the yeah. Game of Thrones Tyrion thing where he's going to there's putting out rumors to everywhere to figure out who's doing the leaking. <laughs> yeah. Since uh, well, I know we're talking sports. Uh, congrats, Rick, on uh, your Giants picking up uh, Jordan Hicks just now. So no, oh, that's. Interesting. Yep. Uh other wrestling shows, Vice, Keith, this is something you should watch. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring is coming back for another season five. This is if you, uh, if you like want documentary to, stuff, or it's yeah. documentary stuff, but it's on the dark side of the ring. So it's all the wrestlers who are dead or nice. who have serious drug issues or like them getting involved with the mob. 
or them beating <laughs> up people outside the arena or being shot at in the arena. Um, <laughs> the Von Ericks have a full episode about the dark side. Uh, that's more. It's just, yeah, I strongly recommend the show. Um, They do. They try, you know, it's just, they try, they do like the fun little, reshoots and like dark shadows so you don't see their faces but you know it's supposed to be the brush or the covering and stuff <laughs> um it is a fun sh- it is a cool fun show you know it is dark because yeah, so just, i don't know about fun well it's just it's entertaining it's um like interesting yeah um they did like a full two-hour episode about chris benoit and you know mm. um owen hart so these there's those top two of the bigger names in the wrestling world for you know what has happened to them. Um Heath, but, Owen Hart died at a wrestling event when trying to rappel down from somewhere, slipped out of the rappelling gear and landed face first onto a turnbuckle. Oh and they can and then they continued, and then they the, continued the pay-per-view. <laughs> which I which I just for the old uh Monday Night War stories, for the pay-per-view war stories, we just watched that like a year, two years ago or so. And like you could see the blood splat, you could see the dent in the ring, and like the like, nope, continue on. <laughs> nice. But I, in the dark side, they they like so with the Owen Hart situation is that you know he he sadly passed away from this incident, and then his wife like sued the shit out of WWE, WWF. Surprisingly, and you know she's like, I'm no longer part of the wrestling world. I'm done. I'm out. We're done here. And then they do the dark side of the ring with her, and they actually like interview the family, her, his family, hmm. and then she shows the hook because WWF wanted to be was cheap at the time, and they wanted it to make it that he can rappel down and then quickly um, unhook himself. But since they bought like a cheap POS hook, oh, it, it snapped. Like he took it, like you know, coming down and like took a bump, and then it snapped off. But she like has the hook and like showed it. And it's it is a like a key holder hook. Like it's one <laughs> like you put around on your hip for your keys. Like that's oh, how like big a car- it was. Carabiner? It's like yeah, a, that's like a cheap yes. carabiner. Yeah. Yes. Um but I recommend, you know, Dark Side of the Ring side Dark Side of the nice. Ring for you, Keith, because you you probably would enjoy it. Um Yeah, that sounds fun. Just how you know messed up the wrestling world is that we're all not, you know. With most of us already traumatized of uh, well, and like just big big dumb guys talking is always kind of fun too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they 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 have now the uh, narrator like Chris Jericho who's the narrator and, <laughs> and like but now he's going to be on the show down the line because of his of his uh crummy back backstage politics and I guess his uh uh MAGA wife and um <laughs> but. Um, Keith, what do you think of uh video games now going to be using AI voices and kind of you know so screwing I, actors? I knew a little bit about this story. The one, the part that was interesting to me that I need to read up on a little more was, I guess, the SAG after a union people really hung out the video game voiceover performers out to dry on this because yeah. allegedly they like the. They like found an ethical, like air quotes, ethical AI company that would be doing yeah. the voice, that would be doing the voice, and 
apparently they 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 consult they said they consulted video game voiceover people and then the story i saw was that i guess that sort of like didn't really happen yeah so that that they just kind of slipped this one through and like the video game voiceover people were there on the picket line with the sag after people so sag after just like really fucked over the video game people so that's mm-hmm. what i know about this and i think it's it's going to have it's it's a bad investment i think it's like it's just it's it's not good for the future to approve yeah. this ai thing i don't know it's it, it's not it's going to be good in the short run it's going to be bad in the long run for them and it really made sag after look bad <laughs> yeah especially when they're like wait we didn't agree to this no no you did you agree that we can yeah. use voice ai for video games going forward mm-hmm. and it's a lot of the people like to go into video game voice acting, a lot of the like early jobs you get are doing the like the the, the grunts and like random just NPC voices in the background, which is what they'd be using AI for. So that it has the potential to create like a like a, a talent shortage. So yeah. that people aren't gonna be able to get that like low level training anymore if they really do go full AI with that stuff. So it AI continues to just show Hover. that it's it's more it's more stupid than it is powerful <laughs> until yeah. the point where it takes over the world yeah I, I brought that up i made the joke how you know the working with somebody about it on their uh equipment and uh, i made a joke like yeah you think this is stupid just wait there's gonna be terminators down the line so you're gonna be <laughs> um but uh funny thing uh I was watching a Twitch guy on uh, last week on the 6th of January on they're doing Grand Theft Auto and online with people and they were going to storm the Capitol in Grand Theft Auto cool. <laughs> and they did and it was pretty funny as hell because like, they're yelling we won't be silenced we won't be this let that's, us in the room <laughs> we need to see the emails and then all of a sudden like 30 cops showed up and started arresting them all and they're like what the hell's going on that's so funny. I was crying laughing just because <laughs> of uh like it's just like yep, yep, yep. It really did happen. Yeah, they really did storm the Capitol and Grand Theft Auto and then get all arrested and Man, sometimes I wish that I gave a shit to try the GTA five online. It seems like it might yeah. be fun. But I tried it for like half an hour and I was like, Well, never mind, this is dumb. This isn't for me. I'm out. <laughs> I feel like if we did it together, it might be fun, but I don't yeah. want to make friends with randos online. Yeah. And I feel like in like it's not something you can do solo to like get the actual enjoyment out of it. Yeah. No, like I, the the Trish guy I'm wa- who I watched play, mm-hmm. like he literally works at the burger joint online and like he right. does that for like twenty minutes. Like he's literally taking people's orders. <laughs> and I'm like Okay. Okay. We're so yeah, we're, we're we're doing this, huh? GTA Five so weird. I mean, it, yeah. It's no wonder it's it's like the most profitable piece of media in history or some weird thing. I mean, there's a reason <laughs> why it's taken so long for us to yeah. get a new GTA, and why we never got like single player DLC yeah. for GTA was because of how much they just print money for the online version. Because shit, like today, like I'll still fire up the whatever this normal one player mode on Grand Theft Auto Five just to go drive around and have some rampages, like. Well, soon enough, your new game would be out, and then you could be uh, storming the beach on your car. No, twenty twenty five. We have to wait an entire another year. So far away. It's so far away. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's twenty twenty five. 
Yeah, they put out oh, a trailer. Bad. Well, they didn't yeah. put it out. They were forced to put it out when it got oh, leaked. Yeah. Oh, 2025. Oh, yeah. They forced the trailer out because it got leaked. And then, yeah. If that trailer, if the graphics engine they're using now is anything like the sort of weird trailer they made, then it's going to look impressive. Dude, it looks so fucking good. It looks what do you so want? fucking good. Yeah. You want Florida uh, Joker to want, he wants his million dollars since they used his likeness, I guess, or allegedly used his likeness. Yeah. Is that well, like when it? fucking Lindsay Lohan, Lohan sued yeah. them for that yeah. straight up was Lindsay Lohan though? <laughs> Just like this is the Florida guy. It's funny. But um, I know uh we've been talking about wrestling, but let's go to other sports. Rick, uh, what's going on with the uh, ESPN and their uh fake names? Shoot, Keith, did you fucking see this shit? No. Uh came out yesterday in an article in the Athletic. That ESPN has been using fake names to um like bolster their Emmy nominations to get Emmy nominations for their shows. That's that seems petty, but whatever. I'm, they probably have reasons that I don't understand. That's funny. <laughs> and it's funny, uh, because one of the people who was caught up in this actually just got hired by WWE. To be their new TV person, yeah, like, that, that to be like, their... like that sounds like wrestling shit. <laughs> yeah, so ESPN has been caught up in a new scandal for just the joke of a network ESPN has become, where they're only known for now is just being able to play live television. I don't know of anyone like with an IQ above two that actually enjoys like the shows they put on nowadays. Now, I, 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 I'm a. You know, I I am an ESPN head in that way. Like I'll watch it, but it's terrible. Like I can't watch. Um, you know, I used to watch. Uh, I I there's nothing on in the morning, so I just put it on the background. Like that's what I'm at now. <laughs> but ESPN, I know we've talked about it on other shows and stuff. But ESPN got butt hurt that they lost like the NFL. So all ESPN morning shows do is talk about NFL. Like there's no. Like Sports Center was the the you know the brainchild, but now that's on ESPN two all the time. Unless Wait, there's no Scott... more Sports Center on ESPN. No, there is, there oh. is, but it's it's not it. It is in the hours that they don't yeah. have something going on a TV mm-hmm. show. So ESPN one is the uh you know the roundtable shows all day, and then three o'clock at Sports Center. But then whilst the talk shows are on, it's the ESPN two is now the um, sports center all the time. And it's just those things of, you know, they, you had your rich eyes and your Dan Patrick, Stuart Scott, Kenny Maine, And it's like, I can name a ton of ESPN sports center people with the new, this new wave of people. I'm like, I got Scott Van Pelt and that's it. And he's been there for 20 plus years. Um, by the way, uh, the fake names they uh, generated, uh, for these Emmy nominees, um, uh, Tim, Tom Rinaldi, his name was Tim Richard. Uh, Desmond Howard, who's on game day, is Dirk Howard. Lee Curso is Lee Clark. Kirk Herb Street was Kirk Henry. Chris Fowler was Chris Fulton. These are like yeah. those are like anchorman names. <laughs> yeah. So they they if they won them, they they took the t- they uh. If they did win it, then they took the award and then re-engraved it with their real name. Supposedly, they've given back some awards now because of it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's just it's because there was some rule where like you couldn't win an award. Like so if the show won, you couldn't get an award if you were a front facing person for the show winning. So like pe- that way people couldn't win like awards two ways. Because you could win as an outstanding host. So they were on like things for being host, but they couldn't win for the show winning. So they would submit fake names for those people as like just members of the show to get an award mm-hmm. to then give it to them. <laughs> but, no, like, they were never going to get away with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such fucking losers. But no, yeah. ESPN is just a joke in the way of they, um, how they used to be. Um, I'm just like picturing like an anchorman like scene of them sitting in some office with their legs up on the desk wearing cowboy hats, smoking cigars, just laughing. This is gonna work. This is gonna work. <laughs> Again, they well, they just trying to do the you know clickbait. They just try to do all that stuff on, um, but it's just it's no longer fun to watch ESPN. No, I've I've yeah they. And supposedly it's on the not chopping block, but it is on the sell list for Disney. Disney is ready to get rid of ESPN because of yeah, all that's, its problems. That's I mentioned when we we're talking about the streaming and stuff about how like ESPN may leave um, cable and become just a stream. There's, there's rumors of that of them going becoming this their own, uh, you know, full on channel streamer site. And and just, could... There's no way they could do that and continue to afford the money they give out for sports. And like, there's no way some network wouldn't buy them up to keep the sports. Because yeah. I mean, as we saw with college football and everything, like live sports still draws attention. Like nothing puts out the numbers like live sports does. Yeah, and that's why you see places like ESPN and NBC and Fox trying to reinvest in other sports now to try and help draw attention. It's like like. Collegiate volleyball is starting to get a push because they're cheap things you can invest in now to try and draw eyes. So it's it'll be I mean, and I'm all for like actual like sports, especially in women's sports, finally getting like an actual like platform to be shown because volleyball is actually a very fun sport to watch. It's very intense and captivating. Women's basketball has always been kind of just like pushed to the side comparative to the men's game, and it's finally going to get a platform to be shown better. So, like, it's nice in that point of view that they're investing in it. It sucks that the reasoning is just, oh, we can get this for cheap to try mm-hmm. and draw views, but. You know, yeah, they try to do, you know, with live sports, like, example, the NBA is, you the NBA has a two-round NBA draft, and the idea is now to separate it into two days. While nobody, watch, people watch the NBA draft for the first five picks, and then they call it. And then it's following so, it on on social media. Is it going to be like an hour between draft picks for like the first 10 or something? Like what the yeah, fuck are like, we doing here? There, there's no need for it to be a two day. I mean, the process. NFL draft is trash nowadays because it's like a fucking 17 day process. Yeah. It's a three day process with um, music festivals, this, that to the point when rounds five, six, seven get around, they're not even showing people announcing them. It's just on the ticker. Like, oh, look, and then the analysts do a 10-pick recap of, like, let's see who's got drafted in the past 20 minutes. For the most part, I'm very, like, things change and that's fine type of person. I'm not one of those, like, back in my day. But back in my day, the NFL draft was better when it was just held at 
Radio City Music Hall was a two-day thing and it was like a diehard event and not like this festival thing like you said that's put on now now it just kind of sucks yeah and like bringing like randos up to announce the draft pick instead of just having the commissioner do it is so fucking weird yeah people they that like the you know uh the fan that you know wrote in and got it but then they butchered the name it's just like it'd be like me going out there i'm like yeah uh, and then they draft. Uh, I can't even say this guy's name. Can you? That guy from uh, Chicago. Yeah, there we go. TJ, who's your mama? Yeah, who's your who's your mama? So, um, Keith, I know you've been watching a lot of things lately. <laughs> I was a so good. Uh, I was a good uh, media taker in her this week or whatever ten days or so. But yeah, I watched uh, well, the, the big news. I watched Mean Girls last night. After everything you said on this podcast last week. Yeah. And you and went and I... fucking saw the movie. <laughs> yep. Well, I got... No, I wasn't going to let old Sammy go by herself. <laughs> so I uh, mean, you could. You could have, yeah, but how was it? It was... So I have a... Largely positive. It was fun. I had a good time. I have I have like a low tolerance. It had some stuff going against it for me because like of me stuff. Like I have a low tolerance for musical nonsense. Guys <laughs> are crazy. So, Musicals are great. So that's why like for me to enjoy a musical, it's got to be like in person and be kind of a spectacle to keep my attention. But this movie it was it cracked me up because the a lot of the the musical heavy stuff is in like the first half. So it was it was kind of it kind of cracked me up when the songs kind of there was less and less songs. But no, it was all the new, it was cool seeing, so I was doing this comparison in my head. I was pretty proud of my comparison because in in video games, there's been a trend in the last, basically since the new, the current gen systems came out to do like the remake versus remaster conversation has come up. And I would call like Dead Space remake and Resident Evil 4 remake were two like pretty massive overhauls where they like tore the game down and made it look good and play like a new game and that's kind of my comparison with this it's not a remaster they like they pretty well tore it down and redid it i mean it's the same story like beat for beat that's whatever but it's a whole new take on the characters it's like a whole new take on the universe some of the songs were pretty good it was fun it was a good time i saw an article pointing out that the 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 Lindsay Lohan replacement wasn't terribly charming, but I thought she was pretty good. She's not supposed she's supposed to be kind of awkward and weird. That's the point. And I I the one thing I would say about that is like she's the girl from like the Spider Man movies. So and like she's which I, ones? Uh, she's the news analyst in the the uh homecoming. Oh, that's right. No she's way the, home. Yeah. So that's she's funny. that girl, and it's like then she also did another. I <laughs> I don't remember what I was watching, but I saw the trailer for constant. It was like, she did another high school movie. Like she's been in five high school movies. This actress has been in. Yeah. Yeah. She's killing it. There's, I think this movie is going to, I think it'll do well. I don't know if young people are going to like it or not. We'll see. <laughs> and then, okay. Moving on my media list. Um, I can continuing my Oscar watch. I'm trying to preemptively 
watch all the movies before the nominations come out. So I have less of a mountain of a task to watch them all. Hopefully I'll get it done this year. But I got through Saltburn, which I was I was kind of <laughs> I was for some reason I was just against watching it. And then it kept on showing up on my Amazon Prime like home screen, like watch me, watch me, watch me. They were me, really trying me. to sell you on it. <laughs> yeah. And they did. Yeah, and it worked. And god damn it, I was pleasantly surprised. That movie was like so much more entertaining than I thought it was gonna be. That was my big I guess that was my big takeaway is because first I thought it was gonna be like Triangle of Sadness last year, which it was all right. It like it was like this rich people are bad kind of thing, which is always a it's a fun message in movies, but this was way more like it was way more layered than a simple rich people are bad story. Because yeah. Barry Keegan's character, he's like a new kid at Oxford. And Oxford has a bunch of like psychotic old money families there. And he gets like, he befriends one of the psychotic old money people. And it's this whole like sinister, like, is he a stalker? Is he is he a victim? Is he the victimizer? <laughs> so it's this, yeah, it's, it was it was fun. The performances were cool. Like this, it was a just a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. Like to the, I'm, I'm not sure. Was it like, is, is there an art direction or cinematography category? It belongs in those. Definitely. It's just like a gorgeous, gorgeous shot movie. Hmm. And, uh, the, the streamer I watched, she blind streamed it the other night and he really yeah. enjoyed it. And it was, I don't, I could, According to the internet, there was like a big gross out scene in it. It wasn't, it wasn't as gross as the movie as the internet made it out to be. It was just weird. <laughs> but uh, I know what you're talking about. So. But the bathtub. The, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's Is not that the like, hanging wang scene. Oh no! They you just I, I was expecting more Barry Keegan. Keo, I, I'm not going to say Keogan. It's like. Barry, his name is Barry Keegan. I mean, you could say his name the way he wants it said. I don't know him. He's not my Barry friend. Keegan. Barry, <laughs> Barry. I'll call him Barry K. Barry K. There we go. Yeah. Workarounds, baby. Yeah. I'll call him Barry K. But yeah, he, he there's a you you see a naked Barry Keogan at the end of the movie, but it's it's very brief. And uh, yeah, there's it's I I wouldn't this if I were. Uh, I wouldn't want to watch this movie. This is one of those like don't watch it with your parents movies. Because uh, <laughs> there's some pretty like I mean, I guess I don't know, maybe I can't talk for all families. I'd probably watch it with my parents. It'd be a little there's a couple weird I probably parts. wouldn't. I probably yeah. wouldn't. So there's some there's a there's a spit on his hand butt sex moment. <laughs> like he spits on his this is the like spit lube thing moment. Ah. Uh, but no, it was, yeah, it was good. It was very it was Excellent. And then um, moving down the list, killing it this week. I watched Holdovers. Oh, wow. Dude, you watched some. Uh, he has time. He has heavy. all the time. Yeah. No, it's mainly just the heaviness of what he watched this yeah. week. Well, no, I, hey, I watched all these movies on uh, the hours of a working person. <laughs> I personally don't have the hours. It's eight person. to five, baby. Yeah, I've worked. Yeah, my, I watched them all. Right, I'm just yeah. saying that like they're heavy movies. Like, oh yeah, oh, the... they weigh on you. It was it's like he watched a bunch of comedies back to back. Yeah, Holdovers. It was very heart. Holdovers is very heartwarming. It was a nice, nice story. Paul Giamatti slays. <laughs> I mean, Paul Giamatti is an underrated yeah. actor. No, it's he talked uh... about he. I, sorry, Keith. I was say 
they, they do those um like Vanity Fair round tables with actors, mm-hmm. and he, Paul Giamatti was one of them, and he talked about how he loved being the orangutan in the 2000 Planet of the Apes. That's right. He was in the Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah, he he said that he wanted to be a, a like a, a a monkey and uh ape, and he was like, hey, if if you he told that his his uh like his you know managers like if you make me go if you go to the movie theater <laughs> and you say i want to be a human we're going to have issues <laughs> i keep on references to the mark Wahlberg, tim burton planet of the apes keep showing up in my life as like there's a science i need to rewatch it <laughs> god yeah god wants you to rewatch it remember yeah remember like ape lincoln there's a at the ape ending Link- of ape, yeah. ape yeah. lincoln in it <laughs> Yeah, my my algorithm wants me to rewatch um, Genesis, Genesis, which I did. Um, <laughs> uh, Mystery Men and Galaxy Quest. Whoa, Galaxy Quest. That's a yeah, man. Yeah, by Griptar's no, no, Hammer. Holdovers. It's a lovely. Uh, it's like a. It's almost like a Christmas movie. That was kind of interesting about it. I was like, oh, this is like a Christmas movie. The trailers so made it to be like look like to be an indie, like a super indie retro type film. Well, like the, uh, the trailer. Oh, I forgot the director's name. His his movies are like he made Sideways. So, yeah, his uh, movies are always you. like his movies are like they're always very quirky, and like like uh, he, direct Alex Alexander Alex Payne. Payne. Alexander Payne. Yeah, his yeah. they're always like equally quirky and like depressing. So this movie, it was this this kid like his parents aren't the greatest, and so he's stranded at school for the winter break. So Paul Giamatti is kind of stuck taking care of him, and so he like they develop this interesting relationship where they like it's like a sort of a buddy father son slash buddy movie. It's very it's very heartwarming. Also mm-hmm. recommend it if you're in the mood to sort of feel. Equally happy and sad at different moments. <laughs> yeah, that that was my movies. I, I I got one more thing. Unless you guys want to jump in. Go ahead. Media. Go ahead. Yeah, finish go it ahead. off, buddy. Okay. My other thing was a video game. Switching over video game world. The uh, the lies of P. I'm a big um, mm. like the souls. The souls born. I think are my favorite. I think I'm like I'm like we were talking about earlier in the podcast. I'm almost forty. I'm 37 years old and Elden Ring last year just about it like was able to produce a moment of like childlike this is oh my god video games are the best like moment when I was playing Elden Ring last year so like I've always been a fan of the Dark Souls Bloodborne Elden Ring Sekiro all those so this one came out and every once in a while like Souls likes come out that are pretty good and Lies of P came out and its premises your Pinocchio in this like horror world so you are your Pinocchio, like I just rescued Geppetto. And it's for all for listeners who've played Bloodborne, this is exactly Bloodborne. We'll, we'll never get a sequel to Bloodborne, but like this has the vibes and the gameplay and like the user, the UI of Bloodborne. It's got beautiful graphics. It's fun. It's a, it, it's on a handful of video game people's games of the year lists. And I'm pretty impressed with it. I'm like a handful of hours into it. It's hard as shit. Oh man, it's hard as shit. <laughs> I got humbled by the the uh the first there's also it's got good politics. You're like uh cops are bad <laughs> in this in, in this universe. 
and you the first episode is this giant mechanical puppet cop that just fucks your life up and it was so hard recommend uh lies of p for souls heads out there it's on game pass i love game pass yeah i'm waiting for robocop i said that last week the week before (laughs) i'm still waiting um for myself i did watch something new so that was fun uh we watched um the producer wanted to watch it's on paramount plus it's the uh documentary about ruler the album Mm. Ooh, hell yeah and it was actually really good it's like an hour and a half it's just the and and it it, like it stays all around just thriller like in the way of like they they talk about almost every song at 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 some point if not like you know they bring up the music videos and you know the video the background like no but it's like it's the music video for all the beat it billy jean Mm -hmm. and thriller they have you know Wait, are, sure. are those songs all on Thriller? Yeah, like no, yes. Damn, yes. what a Thriller the album is a banger. Yeah, Thriller a... the album Thriller the album has stacks. I want to say 12 songs on it and it has seven top 10 songs. Yeah, that's crazy. But like each it's one of those things like the whole uh the whole story about about like the beginning is like Michael Jackson did off the wall and he thought it was going to be like an a, a fantastic album, but they stuck it in R and B while he thought it was everything else. And they, he, he was pissed that they just kind of typecasted thriller uh, off the wall. So then the next album was thriller and he's just like, I'm going to make this the greatest album of all time. <laughs> um, uh, They all, they so it's that cool thing. Cause they have footage of, him singing with Paul McCartney when they were friends, uh, the videos from the backstage uh, recordings. It's a, it was a really fun, uh, documentary to watch. It's to the point I looked at the producer and I was like, are you just going to be wa- listening to thriller all day tomorrow? And she goes, yeah, it's already set up in the queue. What, what, uh, how do you watch this? What's it on? Paramount plus. Oh, cool. Just type in thriller and it's the, just like it's just Michael Jackson's thriller. I like Rock Docs. I'll have to check this out. Yeah, it's it's really good. So and then they do have some mid credit stuff, but it's like one of those things like the credits going by, and then they have like footage, and it shows you like, uh, you know what what has come afoot because of Thriller and the Michael Jackson plays or uh, Vegas stint and movie and all this and that. So, um, and then. I plan on watching Echo. It's only like five episodes. Oh, um, is that out? Yeah. Came out yesterday? Yesterday? Two, two days, days ago. ago? Two, yeah. I plan on watching Echo. It's like five episodes. And um, because of the rumors of uh, the snow coming, <laughs> get I know our, to do. our snow apocalypse of an inch or two. Yeah. But, Zero inches. <laughs> that's my prediction better known as what keith has in the pants oh yeah according, I, I, ooh, according to my weather app snow starts tomorrow at 6 a.m and then it's like all day or something we never get actual snow when yeah. they say it's gonna snow though it's always when they're like ah there's no chance of snow and then it dumps a foot and a half yeah 
my watch list this week was a lot of Letter Kenny. I started that show and just got have you have, instantly. Okay, I was gonna when you sent you when you sent me the text like you've uh, that you were watching it. I'm like I was gonna I just forgot I forgot to ask if like this was your first time watching or second. Yeah, like, this is know. my first ever time wow. dipping into Letter Kenny and Peter Patter. Pitter Let's patter. get at her. This show yeah. fucking rocks. I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. I even the partner is into it now. She's like, she's like, I have no idea what's happening, but just starts busting out laughing at it. So been a good show. Been a fun watch so far. Movie wise, I watched the new Mark Wahlberg uh Apple Plus movie. The dog one? No. No. no, I'm not watching that fucking piece. Of any shit. any any movie with animals, I stay away from because I don't want to be depressed. Um, this is this one is like he's a dad who used to be an assassin, but now it's like out there that he used to be an assassin, and they're trying to come to kill him, and he has to like take his family through stuff. It's a made for streaming movie. It was like I give it two and a half stars. It was. It's not memorable. It will not stick with you, but it was fun to have up for like the two hours I watched it. Hey, family, can you believe it? I used to be a killer and they're after me now. Oh, That's wow. kind of how it went. Yeah. <laughs> um, I finished Gran Turismo. That movie kind of sucked. It just, there was no like, they rushed everything. You couldn't connect to any of the characters or any of the plot points. Like the big climactic scene, like one of the big climactic scenes in the movies just feels like rushed through and unimportant. And it's just not pretty enough to make up for all that. So it, that was pretty disappointing. But yeah, so that's what I've watched this week so far. Nice. My cue um, is also going to be Echo for this next week. Yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot. No, Thriller has nine songs and it had seven top ten hits. Yeah. But if you... If you go through, if you go through all the songs, you're like, I've heard that one. I've heard that one. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's not like it's, you know, as someone put it, if it came out today, it could still be one of the greatest albums of all time. But and I strongly recommend he's considered that. the king of pop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Q for me again, echo. Um, I might try to start Monarch. I think that's over. So I might try and give that a run, but um. People say it's boring. I I've only watched the first two episodes and I really liked yeah. it. So but um I think I'm going to commit to go see a double feature this weekend in the theaters. Get in uh Beekeeper and um Beekeeper. <laughs> dude, it's getting good reviews. So I want to see Beekeeper and then of course go see Iron Claw. I think I'm going to try and pull that off at some point. You can hear a small reviewer trying to get into the mic she wants to talk about gabby's dollhouse but yeah. <laughs> four stars <laughs> but um but yeah um yeah keith i think you would enjoy thriller so you can look that up since you got nothing to do you got uh, anything in the queue for this week keith i'm thinking now that you were saying that i was i started panicking and thinking about it I'm, i want to keep monarch going i'm two episodes in and i can just i, I can watch wyatt russell all day <laughs> that's that's my he's pretty talented yeah those like i gotta I love those nepo, nepo babies I hate, I, I hate it when they're talented <laughs> like, god damn it damn it you're good <laughs> who's princess leia's daughter what that's a good question i can't remember who heard not like in the actual star wars i mean like in real life oh um 
because she's talented. She was in the Star Wars movies, yeah. Yeah. And what about but Ethan Hawke's like a... kid's pretty good. Yeah, Ethan <laughs> Hawke's good, yeah. Um, Man, speaking of Ethan Hawke, when are we going to get a new... Uh... What the fuck's that movie called now that we did last year on the podcast that Keith the picked? Purge? Yeah, when are we going to get a new Purge? Ooh, that'd be sick if they made another Purge movie. I think there's, talk, there's been talks all the oh, time. Sure. But, yeah. there will, of course there'll be another Purge. I kind of want to rewatch the first Purge movie. Not not the movie, the first Purge. I mean, as in the <laughs> oh, original yeah, yeah, Purge yeah. movie. A solid joke. <laughs> well, if you want, you can come join me again. Otherwise, I probably will watch uh, Terminator Genesis in a bit. So, God damn it. I I should have never told Joe that that's on, that's on Prime now. That's on uh, my cue also. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Dude, have you seen the new Cat Williams meme that's going around? Yes. <laughs> it's not like you to associate with losers. <laughs> That's Joe with fucking Genesis. You leave it, leave it alone. It did nothing wrong. Did it's everything my, wrong. It's my poor baby boy. But I digress. Dude, speaking yes. of Cat Williams, he fucking tore some people up in that interview. And why we're never getting a new Friday movie. Yeah. Keith, you'd like it. Cat Williams brings up fucking Epstein in that and talks about Chris Tucker and being Being on on the list. It'd be cool if he was like the most guilty of the list people. Chris Tucker? Yeah, just he's the one that like, ooh, he did some really sinister shit. (laughs) No, it's 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 uh it's uh Stephen Hawking's that did the most weird stuff. That's that's my algorithm, so (laughs) but I digress. Um, and of course, allegedly, 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 allegedly did that. Uh, that also means we're probably never getting another rush hour, which is probably actually for the best. Now, uh, there's <laughs> been talks about that for like <laughs> rush hour and edge of tomorrow have been the most uh, talked about sequel planning for the past 10 plus years. And you know what sequel I want of Jackie Chan's? I need a third Shanghai noon. Hell yeah! Well, you're yeah, getting a hell. you're get you're getting a Karate Kid multiverse. Uh, no one asked for that one. No one movie. asked to overlap the Karate Kid movies. Well, they're doing it. So, I wonder Keith, if this he... will include the Netflix canon. Oh yeah. Well, um, what's his face? The, um, Ralph DiMaggio. Yeah, he's in it. Like they did the trailer. Yeah, that's what I'm Jack. saying. Like, yeah, does yeah. it include the Netflix canon? Oh, most likely if he's in it. Uh, but I don't know. I've already watched the movies. I haven't watched the shows. I heard the show's really good, but I haven't watched it yet. So that that's down the line for me. For I people think. who are supposed to be entertainment talkers, we should probably be better at watching things. Oh, I'm, I watch things all the time. It's just, you know, maybe don't watch Bob's Burgers for the 10th time. Hey, the producer's sick right now, so she's watching it all over again. We're in season three, hey, and then Saltburn is just like four and a half Bob's Burgers episodes. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm watching Echo. All right, I'll watch Echo, and I'll get. I will uh, let you know about that. Damn it! Leave me alone. Leave my baby Never. boy alone. Never. Stop watching, watching Genesis, Genesis for the twelfth time and watch a new movie. Hey, you guys are coming at me pretty hard. So what I'm going there to was, do is I wasn't joking. I want to hear about Genesis. 
I'll tell you about it, but if you want to, you can go to nocellentertainment.com for that and look up fake movie experts and find that uh, review of Genesis, how everybody here loved it. But you can go to nocellentertainment.com where you can find all the things we do for you. I will sue you for libel. Allegedly, allegedly you liked it. Allegedly <laughs> liked it. Uh, you can find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, X, Insta, Instagram, and the No Cell Discord. Um, and is this going to find... be? Is this going to be our fucking Aaron Rodgers Jimmy Kimmel fight? Is that what this is going to be? Allegedly, you can find Keith on the Epstein list. I said allegedly, but uh, he might be under no, known as uh, Brad shortening and then you can uh find us on you can listen to us and find us on apple podcast spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts 